Hello. Hi. Hello, Malia. Hello, Dan. Hello, Hello Meg. Meg. What Welcome a treat. Welcome to uh, Save It for the Podcast. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm really Another happy episode. to be here. This is like a dream. You know what? The more people we add to this, the faster the episodes go for me. Mm. I look down, all of a sudden it's 20 minutes later. Yeah. 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 Spicing it up with a Meg, definitely. Space time is just so stretchy. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Sometimes well, time goes fast. fast. Sometimes it goes slowly. Mm-hmm. We talk about time a lot. We do. We have all the time in the world to talk about time. Wow. It's trippy. Wow. I have a mix I made that is all songs about time. Mm. And I find I write a lot of songs that talk about time. Because I feel it... It's pretty traumatic. I feel it in my body, actually. And it is in it. I don't do well. Let's just say I don't do well with Kronos chronological time. Uh, but I'm a more yeah. of a Kairos mm. kind of gal. You know, I'm a I'm in the feminine cycles of time. Mm. I'm the world behind the world time. You know what I mean? That just feels good. And this linear stuff is confusing. Mm. Yeah. It- well, I mean. It serves a purpose when you have to be at an appointment. Oh, it has a lot of good use in this mm-hmm. world but we live in. If we could go without it, I would I would be open to just going with the flow. I know that you are open mm-hmm. to that. Let's go with the flow right now. Wow. Okay. Meg. What a segue. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Meg, you were talking about mm. Your partner in crime. Oh, yes. Your partner in life. Mm-hmm. Someone we know and love. We do know and love him. I call him Thatcher. Yes. Malia, what do you call him? I call him Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Does he ever go by Thatch? Well, you know, most people call him Thatcher. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when they're first introduced to him, they call him Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a web or email address back when email addresses were brand new i'm thinking 96 maybe yeah yeah. 96 97 right around then Mm -hmm. our oldest was born in 97 so i know it was around then a little before and his email address was thatchmo i remember that yeah either you shared it or you sent stuff from him and i still call him Thatchmo. that's his instagram handle i think thatchmo Mm, okay which i love so it's fun to say. So mm-hmm. there you go. Some people also call him dad. Earlier, I heard you reference well, you were imitating one of your children who called him daddy. Yeah, dad or daddy. Oh, mm-hmm. no, there's a daddy there. Is that one of the things that first drew you towards him? Was he was a guy who had an email address? Well, actually, I, I was about to just say I've never called him daddy, and I just I just want that <laughs> you to, to clarify. I that. just really want right. that to be out there. And um, actually, I met him before he ever had an email address. So okay. wow, pre-email, yeah. And we don't have to rule out you ever calling him daddy. I mean, that could happen <laughs> in the future. Well, in, in a multiverse, it probably has. Of, of course, <laughs> so many times. I don't know. It's a little creepy, but I you mean, know. actually, I have called him. I'll take it back. I have called him daddy probably a lot. But when, like, when you're Re- in a family yeah. situation with the kids yeah. and you're referring to him, go give that to daddy. Yeah, exactly. 
go make daddy do that. I just mean in other ways. Right. I'm not like, hi, daddy. Right. <laughs> it doesn't happen. But you know what's even creepier than that? It, you know, that could be creepy to some people, kind of to us, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the creepier thing is mommy. Oh, yeah. Well, it's to have a, anytime you get a sense of that in the relationship, isn't it? My grandparents referenced each other as mommy and daddy. Even after the kids were grown? When they were in their 80s. Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah. Mommy, are you hungry? Can you make some food? Oh, so when they were talking to each other. Yes. Mm. They were like their pet names, maybe? Well, it's just, this is my thought. It's really, for me, just a turn off when you think it in the sexual way, because, you know, incest isn't cool. No, it's not It's cool. just not. I no, think there's we no all joke there. can agree it's not right. cool. I think that's one of those things that even the mainstream is starting to get. You know, <laughs> just starting out. <laughs> They're catching They're finally on. on board like with it. that. Yeah. It feels like it. You know, they were all talking no action before. But anyway, <laughs> so, but I think it's kind of cute that they called each other mommy and daddy because that was like, maybe that was the best time in their lives when they had little kids. That's my positive spin yeah, on it. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll leave it. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Okay. Could, you know, could I mean, be. I can, apparently it's not the way so, it was though. <laughs> the reason, the reason I brought up Thatchmo, mm, Thatchmo. is Patrick. you were Thatchmo.cisna.net. Mm-hmm. You were going to share a story about him. Oh, thank you. You know, we had just um, we'd recorded another episode, and then I I felt sad that I hadn't spoken about my beloved, and then I thought. I'd like to speak about him because he's beloved. And oh, guess yeah. what? He's getting a full episode. Oh, <laughs> this one goes out to you, Thatchmo. <laughs> yes, keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, I don't know. Can you ask me more specifics? Yeah. Um, there was homeless people involved. Oh, because we were talking about homeless people, about mm-hmm. the metaphor. That yeah, with the I was dying deep. plants. I was getting deep yeah. with the dying plants. Well, you yeah. know what? It's freaking time to shit or get off the pot, guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not you two. I'm not talking about you two. I mean, sure, all of us, but it's time to get deep. Mm-hmm. I have a song um, that says, it's talking about diving in the waters deep, that kind of, you know, metaf- more metaphor, more metaphor. But it says, shells like gems upon the shore, upon the beach, upon the beach, many more of them just out of reach. But you got to dive in to find the treasure you can keep. And so that's what I'll say about the plant story. You got to dive in. People, <laughs> dive in. And I've got no interest in shallow. No, you don't. You never did. No. You never and have. even more so, I stay home instead of dabbling in the shallows. Mm-hmm. If we can't go deep, I'm mm-hmm. talking with my family of origin and that's not going to happen so mm-hmm. that's a an issue if with friends i'm very picky so if we hang out you are in i have chosen time to be with you if i'm with you because i'm not doing things that i don't want to do absolutely that's how i spend my time hell yeah less is more so i was playing music at the presbyterian church in my town Mm. Prescott, Arizona. And um, I go to church mostly when I get paid. Is the situation with me. But I can hang with most religions. You know what I mean? I can mm-hmm. feel the divine in almost any place. So I'm driving home. And there on my corner is this homeless guy. Sitting and he's all bundled up in his blankies and whatnot. 
And I kind of wave at each other as I go by and I park and I come out and say, hey, how's it going? And um, he says, I'm lost. That's what this man says to me. And he was so lost, you guys. He was the lostest of lost. Mm. I feel very space-time challenged, as I probably said earlier. And it's hard for me. And yet I can navigate it with, with my full faculties. This man didn't know where he was, didn't know where he had come from, had a vague idea of where he was trying to go, and was just blown about in the winds of space and time. And I brought him in. You know, you have to, we had to spend some time where he gained my trust or, or he, I gained his or however it goes. Mm-hmm. Brought him in. And he had some tea and cookies. And Thatcher, this is where my beloved Thatcher comes in. You know, I know a lot of people probably wouldn't bring a homeless man into their home for whatever all the reasons of fear and different things. And he was actually more afraid that he was going to get our couch dirty, right? Because he felt like he was stinky and didn't belong inside a house and all those things. But my beautiful husband, he just walks into the room and... He didn't even, like, act surprised to see this man whose name is Casey in our living room. He, I just, like, re-fell in love with him in that moment. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I introduced them, and there's no hint of rejection, which I'm very acutely aware of, because I can feel Casey in my body, and I can feel that he's so afraid of rejection at any second, Right. Mm-hmm. And my husband, there's no even a hint of that because he doesn't feel it. He just immediately is cool with everything and says, mm. hey, I'm just making scrambled eggs and toast. Can I get you guys some? And he made us all scrambled eggs and toast. And we talked and he sat next to Casey and it was so beautiful. And he And Casey said, I knew I could come in here because there wasn't a TV. It was the first thing. (laughs) (laughs) And this this man was like a newborn baby in a man's body. Mm. You know, so kind and so tiny. And he was trying to find Bashes, the grocery store that had been closed for fifteen years. Wow. No, maybe I'm exaggerating. Eight to nine years and he knew there was a bashes in some town in northern arizona that felt like home to him and my husband drove him wow my dog's coming in hello dog and that's a shout out to kind loving beautiful connection that my husband has cheers to you thatchmo it's just now yes Raising a bottle of ginger beer to you. Is that his current email address? Because no, it's not. We have (laughs) so many listeners; they might just they might fill his inbox. I think that's a thirty-year-old to twenty-five-year-old, twenty-six-year-old email address. Okay, but if you want to get in touch with him, you can email me at galacticogsmusic.com. So go to my website, and there you go. Can we talk about, I know this whole episode is f- in tribute to Thatchmo, mm. but 
I wanted to talk a little bit about vegetables. Okay. That's not unrelated. No. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure I was staying on topic. Would you like to smell my microphone too, Lynn? Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that was the dog. She only wants bags. Yeah, she's used to our smells already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, vegetables, go, Dan. Number one. Mm-hmm. Cabbage. Number two. Asparagus. <laughs> and finally, number three. Radishes. That's right. <laughs> the top three vegetables. Um, there's obviously a scientific reason for this, but when you cut onions, mm. it makes your eyes water. Yes. Are there any other vegetables in the world that make your eyes water when you cut mm. them? I don't do enough with horseradish, but maybe that would do it. I think you have to grate it. Yeah. For it to really make your, my eyes water. Mm-hmm. Really. To create wasabi. Or I horseradish. I was just thinking about this think topic so. because I was chopping an onion a few days ago, which is rare. A for rarity, me. yes. Okay. I was going to say, wow, he cooks. I gave too. him, yeah, instructions on making taco meat. We were making a taco night. Oh, hang on. I have to cough. I almost don't want to let that music go. It's so much fun. It's fun. It's fun. Okay, legitimately, what were you going to say about vegetables? onions? Oh, onions. Oh, that was it. Oh. Um, is there a machine out there where you can just drop an onion into like a hopper and it comes out the other side all yeah. diced? Yeah, haven't you been to, yeah. to Chili's with their onion blossom? It's that kind of no. machine. Onion flour, oh, onion yeah. blossom. Shove it in. Shove it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could get Industrial. one from Pampered Chef. I we had one at Pasquale's to do tomatoes and onions like that. They were diced. Let's get him one from Pampered Chef. Sure. Anyone having a party out there for Pampered Chef? Don't, don't me, tell me Don't if tell you me. Are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Send me the, a free thing. <laughs> the homeless man, Casey, who mm-hmm. you were speaking of before, who was a baby in a man's body yes. in many Bless ways. You, Casey, wherever you are. I am a baby in a man's body when it comes to anything kitchen related. Mm. Um, He's a very new, new, new mm. soul in the kitchen. That's nice. I didn't come from people. Culinarians. Who were super. You came from people. Well. Okay. So far I've heard maybe. I didn't come from people. And then I heard who were super. So that's all I got. Super in the kitchen. Oh, in the super kitchen, kitchen folk. Okay. All right. Um, so I'm not a super kitchen person, but... And you're super, though. You are you're super. So. You are very super. He knows though. it. What the heck? <laughs> so we could all know it more. I would like... Yeah, I would like... I think I would like kitchen gadgets is what I'm saying. Oh, my God. I'm Thatchmo a, yeah. loves kitchen gadgets. Mm-hmm. We have, from the Pampered Chef, actually, a kitchen gadget that you, like, Hit all on the top a lot. Oh, a slap chop? Does it chop eggs? and? It's a slap chopper. Absolutely right. It's a slap chop. And I never used it because it was more work to clean than it was to just chop regular with a nice butcher knife. Mm -hmm. I like chopping vegetables. But 
that's one that's a gadget he uses <laughs> what are your top three vegetables you like to chop i think we oh that we like to chop i mean i love cabbage okay i, think I said that red earlier. cabbage green cabbage i've never met a cabbage i do not like broccoli kale rosenkohl that's my favorite mm. we call them brussels sprouts here do you like vegetables when they ferment or get pickled I'm making kimchi. I mm. always have a batch of kimchi going. Mm. And that's another fermented cabbage, mm-hmm. Napa cabbage. Yes, we're big fermenters at our house. And is that the thing you like bury in the backyard or something? It, I think if I'm not going to do that. Yeah, it's more <clears throat> of like a traditional Asian move. Mm-hmm. But I, I bet you that's not done very because often anymore. Because I don't think in like sandy Arizona, that kind of mm. backyard could be more of a... I could bury it in the backyard, but I want to eat it. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. All right. Well, that's all the topics Wait, I have it, today. I, can, I, can I say something about the onions? Yeah. Of course. Okay. I love, a, I haven't never, I love onions. Is that your favorite? Mm-hmm. We didn't get Malia's favorite um, I'd vegetable. have to say onions. Like what kind? Red, yellow, all. walla, walla? All. Do you like walla, walla I like all. I do. Onions, mushrooms, mm. and more mushrooms. Oh my gosh, mushrooms. I don't trust people who don't like mushrooms. Me either. Like, actually, I think they're, I just feel like there's something that we just will never understand about each other. That's because humans and mushrooms share more DNA with each other than mushrooms and plants do. Do you think people who don't like mushrooms are malicious? I think they're not human. Okay. I think but that they're, doesn't mean they're malicious. No, they're just, um, underdeveloped beings okay i i just want to confess something Uh-oh. and that is Uh-oh. canned mushrooms what you mushrooms grew up with suck no just kidding oh, uh god that was scary for me. <laughs> <laughs> and i saw him just a little earlier eating mushroom pizza mm-hmm. when i was younger i did not care for mushrooms sure. but what i will say is i was only exposed to canned oh, mushrooms not, oh, and so, mushrooms so and water sorry. don't mix no so they were sorry. gray they were slimy, and I just wasn't into them. When I was little, I called broccoli little green trees. Well, they are. And canned mushrooms were what we all grew up on, canned everything, I think. Canned beets. Because our parents came from the Depression. In the 50s, where they took babies away from breasts and put them in glass boxes and took vegetables away from soil and put them in cans and... They just, we put, we put, we constructed a barrier between humans and life, and we're still trying to take it down. She just uh, dropped her mic. Yeah. That was a mic drop moment. <laughs> so, um, the other thing I was going to say about onions, since you love onions, just, yeah, you can play mouth as <laughs> At the beginning of, like, Water for Chocolate, Como Agua. Oh, Chocolate. yeah, I saw it back in the day. Uh, I remember the book. You should read the books. Oh. But um, she talks about cutting onions and how she loves cutting onions because it allows her the permission to cry all the tears that she needs to, and they're here to invite us to mm. really embrace our grief. I think that's what I was trying to say when I was talking about onions earlier, but... You made the words better. I think that I got from that author, whoever she is. Mm-hmm. I want to say maybe her name's Emily. <laughs> Emilia. It's in Spanish. Possible. All right, folks. Uh, 
We have 42 seconds left. So I just want to say thank you to Meg. Oh my gosh. It's been real, real. I only do real, real. Yeah, she yes. does. Only real, real. I feel flattered. Thank you. It's just dreamy. It's dreamy. And speaking of dreamy, the dog's asleep. No, she just woke up. <laughs> That's really cool. Well, thanks, everyone. <laughs> We're all doing it. Thank you for every listener out there. We really appreciate you, especially, especially you, Thatcher. <laughs> Love you, baby.